You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Welcome, everybody, back to the Playing with Balls podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lee, and this is an edition of Philly Bro Talk. I've got my brother, Tyler, here. What's going on? Hi, Tay. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm good, except I just had to discipline Callie the Bulldog because she decides that she wants to start barking just when I start the podcast. I mean, th- she's literally been sleeping. She sleeps like 27 hours a day. That's what, that's what always happens anyway. So I know. It's like as soon as I start talking, she's like, no, it's my turn to talk. It's like she's such a sassy little bitch. I love her. <laughs> so how's your little your little lady? You got a puppy, she's, Remy. Yeah, she's doing well. She's wild, but she is actually learning a lot. And uh, she's a good dog. Oh, good. Um, yeah, she... Uh, She's very smart. She already knows how to sit, stay, and give Paul, which is crazy because she's only she's not even five months old yet. Well, that's a reflection of the owner, I have to say. Yep. Um, Callie you. sits, lays down, and gives me half a Paul for a COO KIE only. <laughs> but I can do it. I can make her do it otherwise. But then she'll stare at me like, "What the fuck? Like, where's the CEO?" Yeah, that's like how she, like Remy won't do any other tricks unless you have it. They have a treat for yeah. her. So. Yeah, we can't say the word because you know who is, is right here. Uh, right. She's eavesdropping yeah, she on does, this. She doesn't know that word yet. So She's literally eavesdropping day. on this conversation. Um, and I saw you almost, You got your game room done. So you're doing like a game room, like a bar yeah, so, with a bar and like I stuff. Mean, th- yeah, the traditional like living room, you would say, of like not sitting in and not like not touching is not – we're not doing that. So we're going to do a bar instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so the, the so the definition of a formal living room is the room that where you're not sitting in and you're not touching. <laughs> exactly, you just stare at it when you Adorable. walk in and you walk past it. So this one, we're actually going to utilize it and we're going to put a bar. I have a dartboard set up right now. I'm about to do that a little bit too. So I'm, it's getting there. We have to still hang a bunch of stuff. Well, we have the bar in finally, so that's the main key. That's awesome, and that really benefits me too since I stay with you. Um, when I come back east now are now, um, very important question. Are you going to have this bar done f- for the, my next visit, which is only in a couple weeks? I mean, I'm trying to get it done for mom's, uh, birthday party this weekend. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah. That's uh, why I'm like scrambling this week to get at least stuff done. Cause we're at least going to have like 10 people over. Mom's so 60th. We're to, you know, it looks like a bombshell in here right now. Cause you know, we just have to hang a bunch of stuff and we're like halfway done that part. So wait, so is dad you know, invited? <laughs> yeah dad's invited that's cool um, uh he can't he can't or i forget what's happening with him who knows um he and mom don't like each other <laughs> that that's what's it. always yeah, happening yeah. with them but that's for a whole nother podcast called therapy but um <laughs> but are you gonna hang up so i got you some bougie stuff over the years first um a Last year for your birthday, I got you. Remember the signed, um, yes, the oh, signed, uh, Deshaun. Deshaun. Did you get that framed? I did not. That's actually, Tyler. um, I also, I went on this website and I bought it's called a box, um, like a random one, like you bought a $50 a box. box for the Super Bowl. Uh, in there was like a, a golden envelope, it was called, and I scratched it off and it was like $500 towards their other boxes. 
So I actually got a signed mini helmet of JGI and a signed mini helmet of Deshaun Watson too. So I'm going to put a shelf up and then hang those two helmets with the when once I get the um, the magazine frame. Okay, now you know what else would go with those signed helmets? What's the, that? The signed football I got you when I was in college. Did you ever find yeah, that? Yeah, I don't. I. It's supposed to be in one of the boxes when they packed up and for um, when we left. <laughs> so this is like effort. big sister, little brother stuff right now. All right, we'll just take care of this. And you know what? I uh, I don't know. I don't understand what a box is, but if you want, no. When when they move, they put it in a box somewhere, and I no. I like has... I know what a box is, but you just said <laughs> something about you ordered boxes online. So what I so just to recap, you have a cool game room. I'm uh, giving you some shit because I got you some nice stuff. Over, you know, so here's what I did when I was in college. I was, my friend dated um, a defensive lineman and I just bought a, 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 a football, a tiger football from the um, gift shop and he had the whole team sign it. And I just thought that was the coolest present. So we definitely have to find that. And then you yeah, now you have you know, the signed football weird. of Malcolm it's, Jenkins, it's, remember? I think his mom has it still because when they moved from West Effort, they put everything, all the trophies and all this, that stuff in like certain boxes that she didn't give me all of them. So they're in one of the boxes. All right. Well, we're, we're going back to this box. I know. I want that anyway. Was Woody Dantzler was on there. Um, I can't remember any other the players, but I know he was definitely on there. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, all this stuff that I've worked hard to get you over the years. Um, you need to, that's a part of the game room now. So, so what I was going to say was, and we can talk offline about this, but when I'm home, I can just go to a frame store for you and just get it professionally framed if you want. Yeah. I mean, either way. Because I don't know about these, this, this box dilemma, but, um, hopefully eventually segueing into Philly sports, we can put Sixers stuff on the wall and maybe flyers. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I mean, both are, you know, it, it's hard because, you know, we've been waiting so long for the Sixers to make it to the playoffs. I mean, it hasn't been all that long, really, but I mean, be the team that can actually have an impact. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, they still, and they're definitely going to, in my opinion, have an impact. I mean, they didn't play well in the last series, but that was, I mean, last game, but they, what, what won 18 straight games up to that point? So, I Seven, mean, you're yeah, gonna, they, yeah, yeah you're they won. They're eventually going to lose one. They so. won 18 games, like counting game one since March 13th. Yeah. So, I mean, that even that loss, you know, Joel and Dean needs to obviously come back. We've been winning 18 games without him or 17 games without him. Yeah, which is interesting. So, you could make the argument that we're okay, but there are some question marks, I think. Um, in his like absence with what's his name, um, Whitesides, he kind of like struggled a little bit in game one, and so I think that kind of shows like yeah. some, some weaknesses where uh, we need well, him beat back. Pretty much, it was Dwayne Wade coming from he fucking the grave. It. Yeah, he came from the grave and just destroyed us. You I, know, I mean, everybody's blaming Kevin Hart for that. I know he he did a post I saw it about um, responding to, which was pretty funny. I mean. It was he was joking, obviously Wade. But, I know. I mean, Wade, Wade has those abilities to do that. I mean, he is older now, but it's Wade, so he had a great game. That's the only reason, really, why they won is because of his performance. Now, with Terrell and B coming back, whenever he's coming back, 
and the, how their team is playing right now, I still think we obviously take this series, but it's going to be a little bit harder now going to Miami. we got to at least take one out of the two out of there, and it's tough to play there. Well, you know, well, the other thing I was going to say, too, is that Embiid, I thought he was definitely going to be back for Game 3, but I recently read that they, that they are not necessarily saying he's going to be. I was surprised because he's already no. been cleared. Well, he made a comment, and he pretty much kind of bashed a little bit. He's like, yeah. I hate getting baby, which is true. It's, I mean, it's it should be up to him. Uh, now, our medical staff, like, give it what a – like, the, that's what they're usually – that's what they usually do. They hold out players longer than they kind of intend to hold them out. I mean, I can see the benefit of it, but it's the playoffs, and he's our best player. Yeah, but he ultimately, at the end of the day, the coach plays a large role in that decision. So – you know what I mean? And if yeah. and if he's not and if and if he's and if you know he um, I don't know. They do but they don't. So if it's a medical issue, he can't really dictate for him to come back. Now, if it's like he's being lazy or any other thing, but it's a medical healing, he the GM kind of has more of a say in that cuz that's that's uh, you know, that's a price tag right there. That's now, a guy I that thought we, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought if he's been cleared uh, and he, he, the, he's cleared to play through pro, uh, concussion protocol, but he wasn't cleared. His face isn't technically healed up yet, and that's why he's not playing. But I thought he could wear, like, a face mask. Yeah, that, exactly. So, like, the medical staff is saying he shouldn't play. Um, now it's the GM kind of making a decision on that and then a coach's decision. Right, that's what so, I'm saying. So because yeah, he's been cleared, so, it kind of comes down to that gray area, and that's why I'm surprised. So... I mean, I know. there must it's, really it's be something. It's, yeah, it's really annoying. It's he, if he's making these comments, he should be coming back. Now, has he's he been ruled out? He has he definitely? No, been... he's not. He's yeah. not ruled out. But the thing was, I think the second game, he technically didn't play. Um, he technically didn't play because how good we've been doing. I don't think it was more of him being hurt. I think it was just like we're, we're rolling at the time. You know, he doesn't necessarily need to come back this game. Now that we lost, now there's more pressure in coming back. Yeah, I noticed that there's something um, there's something cursed about the number 103 because Miami lost uh, the score uh, uh, game one on um, Saturday was we won 130 to 103. And then last night we lost game two to Miami, 113 to 103. So it's uh, weird. All 13s. Yeah. Weird. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that's AI's number two. Maybe it should benefit us <gasps> a little bit more. What? 103? No, three. Just oh, three, general. three. Well, <laughs> also, the two, the, the both teams that have won have had threes in the winning number two. So that's yeah, weird. So. I don't know what's threes. going. A lot of threes going out yeah, there. Yeah, threes. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what that means. It's, it's. Well, and that was that's a good point to say that we weren't hitting enough threes uh, in this game yeah. to win this game. So, um, so here here was something though that because I, I mean, game one was amazing. I mean, I yeah. I just I was mesmerized and all by game one and by our performance. I mean, we fucking schooled Miami. I mean, we literally that they were two very different games, and I kind of think that the advantage that we had in game one was the three point, uh, the, all the three points we made. But if you think about it, we also, like, I don't know if you saw this, but we had one of the best long range shooting performances in NBA playoff history. Right. So that's not even like something that's really sustainable. Like we hit like 18 of 28. Um, uh, and I know, 
And but that's also the reason why we won by, by so many points. You know what I mean? So if we even do half of that, we still should be able to win. Right. Um, that was that was ridiculous though. It definitely was. But we didn't hit. Um, th- but we. Bellinelli we... hit a three that he was like flying out of bounds, and I don't even know how he turned around to shoot the ball. So like. There was some I like mean, amazing moves that happened in game one where I'm like, how was that even possible? It was exactly. just Ben Simmons had a great game. I mean, and the other, and Redick, Redick had a fucking great game. And he also, what, not only did he score his own fair share, I think he had like 28 points or something, but a lot of what he did and what he does is, you know, on off plays. I mean, you know what I mean? Like when like he's just, he's allowing like Sarek and Ilisova to score. And that's what happened game one. I don't think that happened game two because they, they like brought up the, the heat turned up the heat on defense so between Dwayne Wade and they just were like a lot more aggressive on defense you know what I mean um right I think that that combination really threw us off but we were also off like we we were just off balance I think you know a lot of those shots were we off were. balance so we were. yeah definitely and that was the main key of this game I think in my opinion too um it's just what happened was is they they out coached them this time they uh they adjusted to what they needed to do they needed to take out the perimeter shooting and they needed Ben Simmons to perform with like mid range shots which is not his strength right. what, you know a lot of teams have done this year the issue was is I don't think we were prepared for that as much so Ben Simmons was more trying to pass to per- perimeter shooting again which he should have been driving and scoring like that and you know. Yeah, but we um, also had a lot of turnovers too, and we didn't have a lot of turnovers in game one. So we didn't hit threes. We had some turnover. We had a lot of turnovers, and you know, I think they also like stepped it up on defense. So it kind of they they adjusted to our strategy. They adjusted their strategy to our offense. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Um, I mean that's for every game though. That's I, I knew they were going to adjust somewhat, and they said that too. Um, they said that – I mean, I was listening to Sports Radio Talk. They said that they think they're going to adjust to just target perimeter shooting because that's all we've been doing. Right. And you know what? I know We've had high percentage of threes, and that's obviously been carrying us lately. But when we have an off night like that, again, you know, you see what happens. And, you know, Bellinelli and Reddick, you know, they can only do so much. And Bellinelli's a bench player too. So, like, we kind of really need Joel and B back so we can change the pace of the game. Yeah. And, you know, one, one bright mark too is that we have faults – you know what I mean? And, and we played yeah. without him all season. Yeah, it's good. The only issue I have, not that, it's not even an issue, is that he's not playing when Ben Simmons is in the game. So they take out Ben Simmons and put him in. So yeah. it's kind of, you know, I don't know. I wish what we got him for was more being a shooter, too. Um, at the moment, he's not shooting at a high, you know, high remarks. Again, that's why he was out for so long. Yeah. Um, but since he's been back, um, again, Adding him to the lineup, and you can already see it has boosted the lineup too. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's when, also something to be said. Like he hasn't played all season, so it like yeah, exactly. you know, there's these dynamics of like, yeah, he's great, and we've been waiting for him to recover. Uh, was a shoulder injury, whatever. Uh, uh, it was like a mental injury at this point, but yeah, yeah. something with the shoulder. Well, that's what they said, but I, I feel like you know we've been waiting this long, but he's also you know a rookie who has, you know, exactly. so he's coming into the NBA playoffs. You know what I mean? He's coming in at the I end know. of the season. He hasn't, like, gelled with the team, you know, on the court. I mean, he, he has off, well, that's, but. That's the, knock, that's the knock on the whole Sixers team. You gotta, most of our guys are 
two, three years in the league. We, we don't really have many veterans. Only really Reddick and Bellinelli, two veterans. All the other, everybody else is young. No, you know? right. No, I mean, and look at Simmons. Simmons is a, yeah, is a rookie. Yeah, he's only two years. Yeah, yeah but technically he's a rookie this year. He so. is technically, but I, but I mean, even even taking that a step further, I mean, this is a crucial part of the season um, to be putting in somebody who hasn't played all season, regardless of their natural ability. Exactly. You know, so that's something else, too. But I really like I'm excited for Embiid to come back. I think it's going to be a difference maker for us because because that's also going to be something that they're going to have to adjust to. And they're not going to know what that looks no, like doubt, right. until that hits them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we need I mean, we need Embiid in, in Miami. Game, he's, a, he's he's an all star. He's probably he's one of the best centers in the game. You know, the way we're playing without him is amazing. So putting him in the lineup, I mean, we can really actually make a run. Yes, indeed. I agree with that. Oh, and we also have to uh, uh, give a shout, you know, because Al Greer died. I'm sure you yeah, saw, that. saw that. Yeah, Hall of Fame. You know, I didn't know this, but Al Greer, he was 81. He was what I think he was like, uh, I did know he was a um, what his position was. But I think he uh, he was the first guy, uh, the first uh, sixer to have his. Uh, jersey retired by the 76ers organization. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that he died in the middle of the playoffs, you know? I know. Well, at least he got to solve the dominance of game one. Yeah, I know, but, right? Yeah. But they did a tribute to him before the game, too. Which they was did. Really cool. They before did. Before Kevin Hart hit the, the, the bell. Yeah. Kevin Hart, <laughs> all four foot 11 of them, or however yeah, tall exactly. he is. All right, so what do you see coming up for? for game three and moving forward. I mean, we don't know. Embiid is a question mark. Uh, I mean, game what three, it's going to be tough. We're playing in Miami. Uh, it's a tough place to play. It all dictates again. It really does. It dictates to me if Joel Embiid's going to be back or not. If he's not back, I think it's going to be a little tough. If he's back, I think we do win the game. Um, it's just, it changes everybody's game plans. Yeah, but I don't think it, I don't think it just falls on Embiid's shoulders because to, if we're going to win or lose, because like you, because like we said, we've been saying we, we've won 18 games without him. So I don't think it comes down to that. I think, I mean, we, we kicked the shit out of him in game one without Embiid. So I don't, I think Embiid's going to definitely be a no pun intended game changer for us. But I think, and that would be nice to have him back, but I think we've seen what we're capable of. And especially this year, and right. and in, in game one, and I don't think we necessarily took them by surprise. I think that no, I think that little, we were on fire. Yeah, we are, and we're still on fire. I think they obviously need to adjust and see what they did wrong, and see pretty much what they did. Um, it, it's just that to me, it's about coaching. I would, if Brett Brown's the guy, they're going to change the style of play, but they're not going to you know change away from what they do. But they're going to get different looks. And I'm hoping that he can, like, just write up a good game plan. We can execute it. And I think that's pretty much the key. I mean, you kind of just stole the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say it comes down to Brett Brown. And I I really believe in him. I think he's a great coach. And I think that he has, like, the, his ability to adjust is there, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And so I think we'll definitely adjust game three. And, and you know, we'll see what happens. But right now it's 1-1, so... Um, it's anybody's ball game and right. switching gears to True. the flyers. Um, right. that's, I, I feel weird. It's, it's interesting. Uh, it's, I don't, there, it's a tough, uh, I don't even know what to take away from it. It's, I know, each right? Game has been a blowout. I know. I know um, It'd be one thing if like we, if we like, okay. Cause right now as we're doing this podcast, it's the series is two to one penguins. Penguins blew us at what? Seven to one. Was it for game one? We, 
blew them out five to one game two and then they just blew us out five to one game three so it'd be one thing if we say when we won game two it was like uh we won two to one or something it was a close game but you could you could you could shift you know uh i guess the weight in the penguins favor but like we're getting blown out but like we blew them out and also you know what's interesting is if you look at like the penguins and the flyers during the regular season we're pretty equal like we're only out of 82 games during the regular season we're only separated by two points yeah but the only issue is us head to head they have dominated us this year no i know and i mean um, the penguins are, are a tough team no, to right, beat. you're right point wise we're very close i mean the NHL is changing. It used to be like two or three teams dominated by points every year. Now it's been like kind of like a clusterfuck. And that's what happened at the end of the season. Uh, all these teams were kind of battling just to get into the playoffs. And Flyers were included. And now we ended up being third seed, which is weird. Yeah. Because um, we were like almost out of the playoffs. The only issue I have with hockey in general is we're a three seed. The Penguins are a two seed. Why the hell are they playing each other? Like, it yeah. doesn't make sense to me. They're, the layout of hockey is ridiculous. The three seeds should be playing the six seed, like in every other sport. But for some reason, hockey wants to do the first round as rivals. But it doesn't make any sense to me why they're doing that. Yeah, it. Do, I don't. I don't understand that either. And I also, I think it's tough because. You know, when you you watch them play and you watch the Penguins dominate. I mean, but but then you, you watch game two oh. and we completely dominated them. It's like it does give you hope that even though the Penguins are the no, favorite team that we could pull one out. You know, who knows? We can. The only issue I have, the only issue I think in the game is that I have with the Flyers that never made me too excited about what they were doing this year because they've been streaky is the goalie player. Goalie. Yeah. Goes came back from an injury and he's playing. I'm not. Totally high. This is why I'm not really high on our coach right now. It's like, why is he back in the lineup and he's playing the full game? You can tell he's shaky. I mean, we won the one game five to one, granted, yeah, but our offense was on point. Every time we've lost the other two games, he has looked terrible. I know. Like, if you watch, like, in the last game, they they scored, like, two goals back-to-back. It's like he wasn't even there. No, and he's not back it. In the game that we won five to one, a lot of people were saying he looked shaky. He did not look good. So it's almost he like they couple- have the they're doing like the opposite of the Sixers, where like Embiid's like are down like talking shit about coming back in. Well, the goalie, uh, one of the most important positions in hockey, um, they probably brought him back too early. And he did. The yeah, guy, Peter. Um, I'm not a huge on the other guy too, which we brought in. He had like a decent season. He's okay. He, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and he's Peter, not hurt. But he's not hurt, and he's never been hurt. So why the hell is Elliott still playing when he's letting up, like, he let up 13 goals in three games? That's ridiculous. I know, that's been... That's a terrible uh, save percentage. I know, and that's been a big part of the controversy and people the, the shit that people have been saying about the Flyers and the decisions that they're making, because you could easily play... Uh, I'm sorry, what is his name? Uh, Peter Morozik. The one who, yeah, you could easily play him, and he's not necessarily like you know the starting choice, but he's not hurt, and we did fi- we did okay when we had to sub him in, you know. No, yeah, exactly, and I mean he's not the best goalie in the world, but he's better than what Elliot's playing right now, and I, and I think Elliot is a better he's a better goalie than him. He is, but the issue again, he's not 
and you can tell he's not 100 but that just goes yet. to show that you know the decisions that you make when you put players back in too early you can really fuck things over you know exactly now do you think exactly. do you, and i haven't heard this at all but, but we're do, playing the penguins too the penguins just won two stanley cups in a row yeah i know <laughs> you know what i mean it's so the penguins. Like, i hate the i hate the fucking penguins and i wish we weren't playing the goddamn penguins especially <laughs> right now but i mean it's still we're home the next game you know, we can tie the series up. Maybe we'll blow them out again. Maybe this is the way the series is going to go the whole time. Who the hell knows? I don't care. As long as we win, you know, that's all I'm really looking forward to right yeah, now. Yeah, but all I know is that if they do blow us out, again, knock on wood, hopefully they don't. No, uh, I'm hoping we blow them out no, so it would make sense that <laughs> what is happening in the series right now. To- no, totally. I mean, I obviously agree with you. I'm a, you know, from a Philly no, fan. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, yeah, right, but right. I'm saying that if we have goalie problems in the next game and they don't take him out, then I think there's, I think Philadelphia is going to fucking riot, you know? Well, yeah, and well, the fuck, one thing that it's a love hate. One thing I dislike about just our fan base in general, I love everything about it except for they're very premature on certain things. We wanted to fire every single coach this year. <laughs> um, for, in the beginning of the season so far, and we won the fire, Doug Peterson. Uh, we won the fire, you know, the, this coach. And then obviously the Phillies coach and the Sixers coach that everybody is like, they, they went for their heads already. And the thing is, that's the one thing we, I think we need to be patient about. Again, the Flyers are down two to one. Maybe we'd be patient. Hopefully they might come back. You never know. You know, the Sixers lost one game. People are starting to panic a little bit. I'm like, it's, you know, one game, blah, blah, blah. You know, I think we need to see how it plans out now. If we keep sucking the next couple of games, the next two games for both teams are very crucial. crucial. Absolutely. Yeah, so, especially for the Fires because they're down two to one. The Sixers, you know, I never they had... obviously need to win, but it's more crucial for the Flyers. So, well, yeah, we obviously don't want our opponent to get a one up. You know, in the series, we want to stay ahead. We want to stay in the power position, and also because we won the first game, we had that momentum going. We don't want to shift that momentum. You know, so I think it's important that we beat Miami on the road. I never now I've heard a lot of controversy over the Flyers coach. And obviously people people. Yeah. Doug Peterson. There was a lot of controversy over him for the last couple of years. It's not like a new one. Like Brett Brown has been like the worst coach in like technically in history by record wise. Like he's not a bad coach. Just a team we had. And nobody's really cared about that because they understand. So it's not like really saying it's when we think we have a great team and they're not performing at a high level. So. With the Flyers, we've had so many young players, you know, with our older players who are good. So we thought, you know, we'd make this run, and they did. But I still think we need, you know, we're, we're coaching decisions on that one have been a little shaky. The Sixers have been outplaying their abilities from what we thought by a long shot. I mean, we thought they were going to be eighth seed this year, yeah. and they're three seed. So, but isn't that, that very one, much Philadelphia sports this year? You know, know. were they underdogs the across too, the board? Another one. That's what we I mean. Like, Hoping they get in a wild card and they, they, you know, won the Super Bowl. So I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And I think that other Philadelphia, you know, right now we've got two. We've got the Eagles just won the Super Bowl. We've got the Sixers in the playoffs since the first time since what 2012. And, yeah, 2012. And we've got the Flyers in the playoffs. They didn't even make the playoffs last year. And, right. And I think the momentum that we just have in the city. And, you know, I don't mean to get all like you like it's a it's beyond, it goes beyond sports thing. But I do think, you know, we taught you and I talked about this in February when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That's when the Flyers and the Sixers went on this crazy um, game winning streak. Win streak. Yeah. You know, so I do think like, you know, 
when you talk about underdogs, I mean, of course, of course, I don't even know what it looks like to not be an underdog, you know, at this point between the Flyers, the Sixers and the um, Eagles. I mean, and the Phillies are definitely just based on our track record over the last couple of years. Um, and they they're doing well right now, too. I, I know. mean, they just went on a winning streak, which, you know, there's they have two young studs right now. And the one guy they signed to a Moniac? contract. Uh, who? Uh, Mickey Moniak. No, Moniak's still actually in the minors. Oh, He's yeah, that's right. Yet. They haven't brought that's him up funny, yet. That's the funny part. It's that's um, who I thought because we always talk Lawrence about Hoskins, him. who was yeah, yeah. Good last year. And now he is like batting. I mean, it's still early. But he did well last year. What'd you say? He did well last year. I know. He's a beast. He's yeah. ridiculous. He's going to be a future all-star, in my opinion, obviously. He's, he started, He hit the, like, the most home runs in a, like, a span that hasn't been broken like Phillies since like the 50s or something like that. Like, like an absolute like, ridiculous number. And then we have uh, Scott Kingery, the second baseman, who is only like 19 years old, and yeah. he's unbelievable so we have young studs for the future they're looking great yeah maybe we can actually get in the fucking home run derby too since philly is never uh, in royce, it royce hoskins probably gonna be in that's it what i mean yeah we can get in the home run derby um we can maybe get a shout out on ballers um yeah. you know since we won the super bowl i mean philly needs to be more philly represent right because but, but yeah i mean last year no nobody was in the playoffs this year we already had three out of the four in the fourth one it, you know it's it possible they could make the playoffs too so we might have all four teams in the playoffs this year i know i i think that would be amazing i mean I, actually i don't i do not know the statistic on that when was the last time we had all four teams oh, in the God. playoffs i don't even know if we were alive is that, that even is that even did that even ever happen I That's a good question for it, listeners who are sports buffs. I might be wrong. I think it was in the 80s, but I'm not sure. I think you're making that up. Like, I think it was the early 80s, but I could be lying. You're just throwing a box out there. I'm throwing a box out there. <laughs> you know what I was just going to say? Um, for listeners, since we are um, obviously very uh, knowledgeable and opinionated about sports, specifically Philly sports, when we talk on Philly Bro Talk, but we're not stat, uh, statistic buffs. Although I did, I do know some of the statistics from just what's happening because it's fresh in my mind and the 103, 130, 113, all that stuff. But if any listeners are are um, stat buffs or Philly or know the answer to this without Googling it, um, I would actually ask you to uh, let us know and we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Maybe we'll send you like a prize or something. We'll I'll send you one of Tyler's um, presents that I gave him since he doesn't he doesn't care about them. Listen, I moved, <laughs> I moved. I thought they were safe and sound at her parents' house. Apparently, they weren't. All right. All right? Well, if any, if any listeners know, without Googling it, if and it, when the last time all four Philadelphia sports teams were in the playoffs in the same year, um, email it to playingwballs at gmail.com, and we'll give you a shout-out and – I'll send you a present or I'll make a donation on your behalf. I'll send you one of my dog's chew toys (laughs) or his dog. If um, she keeps chewing things up. So you might get a puppy. And she's doing that right now. Stop it. I'll send you Callie any day of the week. She just, she's going to cost a lot to ship. She's like 60 pounds of pure woman. (laughs) Mine's only 12 at this point. So she might still be fine. Callie's Callie's snoring and farting happily next to me. So let's just be happy about that. As long as she's not barking. 
Uh, actually, she's having um, dreams right now. You know how dogs uh, like run in their dreams and make yeah, like, facial so expressions. Yeah, she um, she's doing that in her dreams right now. She's blinking. She must. So she's having well, a wonderful dog, dream. My dog has her head in my shoe right now. So. Oh, that's so cute. It's, she's probably she's the only one who will ever want to do that. So enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks for um, touching base in the middle or the beginning, I should say, the first quarter of the playoff series for because uh, they're pretty much you know uh, Flyers only about one game ahead. Um, right. Ho- hockey is one game ahead, I should say, than NBA. And uh, let's check back in uh, midway through and see where we're at. All right, perfect. All right, in the meantime, good luck with your boxes. Um, take care of your game room and um, stock it with uh, Tito's vodka for me. That's uh, I'm already doing that. So okay, thank you so much, and everybody. <laughs> that's why you have to go. And any that's everyone that um, thank you again for all of your um, ratings and reviews and downloads. Please continue to rate and review the um, the episodes for us. Uh, you can do it on iTunes. You just press the stars and press five if you love it, four if you think it's uh, pretty awesome, and if you have any um, less of an opinion than that, then just don't fucking leave a review. And and I also, fucking love everybody. Better love me. Everybody, and then also don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Playing with Balls. And on that note, Tyler, I will see you mid playoffs. All right, see you. Another then. episode of Philly Bro Talk. Bye. Bye.